it's time to leave the past kind of right where it is in the past it happened the things that did good or bad and they don't really have to be the template for your life you may without realizing it anchored your future life to the things in your past and kind of use those as your baseline but your past should not be the roadmap for your current or future life and that's what we're going to talk about today Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is doing well today. I enjoy the topic of the past because um, in midlife I think that we do a lot of living in the past and if we even if we don't think we are living in it we are taking the things that have happened to us in the past and we have made them uh, our normal and the best that we can have because we've decided that that's just as good as it's going to be for us. Um, but you know, your past is something that needs to not be the roadmap for your life going forward. It is time now more than ever to build a model for your life that has really nothing to do with where you came from. Try to do that. Imagine if you could start today with just what you wanted for your life and didn't limit it to the things that uh, have already happened to you. And it's really kind of a hard habit to break. But using what has happened and how you've lived your life up until this point um, in order to plan is what keeps you stuck. Using the normal that has been yours up until now is actually making you stop short of things that are more grand and better goals and dreams for your future life and the truth is we have a ton of great reasons to allow ourselves to just stay stuck and make the past our normal forever and ever we have a lot of reasons to resist doing something loving for ourselves. It's comfortable, you know, if we stay the way we are and we stay in our normal, it doesn't rock the boat. Everybody's happy. And, you know, maybe you don't deserve it anyway. You know, this is as good as it's going to be. And this is like, it's really heartbreaking when you think about that so much of our time is spent not doing things for ourselves because it's actually just comfortable to not, it's better to not rock the boat or have to hear so-and-so say something if you decide to make a little change. Better for them to be happy than you because you just don't want to hear it. You know, 
But there's a really good reason to not do that. And it's that being who you can be is of higher value than who you were. Because that was just who you were. And no matter what, you're not a broken person. You don't need to expend a lot of energy to try to repair or figure out or answer for all of the stuff that has happened in the past. You don't need to waste your time on that. It's time to decide who do you actually want to be right now and then start being that. You know, when Michelangelo sculpted David, he visualized him through a block of marble. And he just said that from that point, all he needed to do was to just chip away at the extra until David appeared. And that's kind of what we need to do. We need to visualize the future life and see it so clearly. And all we need to do to get there is remove the obstacles until it appears. And when you start to allow yourself to kind of see, start with the result, then the rest becomes flipping all of the rest of that stuff away. Flicking it away. We all have these kind of built-in mechanisms that are like autoresponders whenever we dare to have a dream. You know, because we think that we can just predict the outcome of everything. And because we do that, it keeps us stuck because we're just sure we know how it's going to end. We're just always caught between wanting something new or better and the comfort of what we already know. We want to be safe more than we want to be curiously alive. And that's sad. That's sad to me. But there's hope. And you can also become a future thinker. So it's not just today that is connected to the past. You're not going to say, well, here's what I'm doing today because today is a model of what my entire past is and so therefore this is as good as it's going to be because that's what I know I know my past but if you become a future thinker you look forward to what you actually want for yourself and what you want it to be let's take one tiny example let's say what do you want your lifestyle to be like? What kind of house do you want to live in? Be very specific. Is it the house you have now? Is it a bigger house? Is it a smaller house? Is it, is it just to remodel? Is it to get things uh, up to date and give it a little facelift so that then you have a spare room to do your hobbies? Is it clearing the back so that you can have a nice big deck and 
have space to do the things that you always imagined yourself to do as you got into your middle age and beyond. What does that lifestyle look like? What kind of fun things do you want to do once you get to that point in your life? What kind of clothes are you wearing? What's your style? Do you ever think into the future and say, I don't want to be that person that looks like this. I don't want to be that person that is just so stuck in a rut and so depressingly crabby and negative. I just don't want to be that person. I want to be positive. I want to be that really sassy, fun, everybody wants to be around person. When people see me, they're going to think, wow, she lived a great life. And now she's really like cranking it here in her middle age and just having a great time and living it to the max. She's got her shit together. Her place looks nice. She always looks nice. Her relationships are so good and healthy. She's so straightforward, so wise. She always is doing fun things. She's so involved like that. Is that something that you aspire? Imagine one area, right? So that kind of lifestyle, the model of kind of seeing yourself. How do you look? What kind of house do you live in? What kind of activities are you doing? How do you want people to see you? Just take that one example, okay? Of those few things about your lifestyle. And then say, okay, what's my reality today? If that's really what I want, if I want to live in a remodeled home with a spare bedroom that's nicely done so I can do my writing in there, it's nice and bright, and I'm going to clear out some of the back so that I can have a bigger uh, deck and uh, back uh, outside area to to do things and, and plant herbs or whatever, and... I want to do more things socially and I want to make sure that I have a good sense of style. So I just feel like, you know, I've really come into my own and that when I have conversations, I'm not crabby and I'm not bitter and I'm not gossiping or bitching. I'm just talking about life and I'm inspiring people and I'm wise and people are going to want to be around me. If that is kind of what you are thinking, like this is really what I'd like. I mean, you only have this one life. So if you want to be that, then plan that and see it just like Michelangelo saw David and say, okay, what do I need to clear away in order to make that happen? What needs to happen so that that can all be true? Well, you're going to start with your obstacles, right? Maybe you think that well, that can't happen because um, where do I start? You know, where do I start with that room? I don't know where to even go with all this crap. Um, I don't have anybody to help me. Maybe uh, the backyard. Yeah, no, it, I think we tried that before. And um, by the time we figured we had to pull all this out, it was going to be too much. You already are making all these obstacles, right? You had this beautiful vision 
of something you wanted your life to be like and you're connected to old reasons for not doing it. And the reality is erase that. Erase it because it's back there. It's not now. And if you start looking at that future vision from right now and don't think about past circumstances, you might find solutions for what those obstacles are. So you're going to have a list of them. You're going to have, whether it's financial obstacles, um, logistical ones, uh, time, whatever it is, there are going to be obstacles there. Those are your realities of now, right? Those are going to be things that you're going to say that's going to make it so it can't happen. Well, we're going to talk through that because for every reality, you're going to be able to think of a couple options. This is how you become a future thinker. If you want this spare bedroom to happen, I'm kind of in that boat right now. It's not like, you know, my daughter moved out. It's not like I want to turn the room into a disco or anything. I just want it to feel a different way. I want it to feel like a really pretty space that could be a guest room, but also a sitting room. And that's something that maybe my whole life I envisioned as part of my midlife older age, that I'd have a nice, really pretty guest room uh, space that there could be a desk where I could do writing. And I want that now. And I probably do have a lot of reasons why right now, like I'm thinking that can't possibly happen. But what the hell? So let's make a list. What's the reality right now? Well, the reality is there's all this stuff in there. Who's going to help me? That's probably going to cost a lot of money. These are all my things, right? Everybody has this type of exchange, this internal dialogue about why we cannot. So once you've made that list, now we're going to talk about the options. Okay, start small. One thing at a time. The reason that it feels so ominous is two reasons. One is because you have already convinced yourself that it's probably not going to happen because you have a little bit of self-doubt. Because other dreams that you've had in the past, you've also squashed them. Because it was just a lot easier to keep everything the way it was. Don't you think it's easier to keep everything the way it is? And then just finish out the rest of your life without trying anything new or dreaming anything big? Of course. Of course that's much easier. Much more comfortable. And you know what else? Everybody else around you is really on board with that. They would love it if you would do that. But guess what? This is for you. This is what is important to you. This is what you want your rest of your life to look like. And that means something. So it's kind of like having a vision board, right? So we're saying what everything I'm saying is you are basically creating a vision board. But it's not just a board 
that then has all these images of, of this life, this spare room, this back deck, that's not where you're going to stop. Because vision boards can kind of feel just like pie in the sky. It's just like, oh yeah, it's pretty. Let me cut this picture out. Yeah, someday. But the final step before you actually get to live into that vision is to take action. In other words, what is it going to take to get you off of the square you are on right now with thinking of the past, staying stuck, staying comfortable? What's it going to take? It's more than just trying to uh, manifest, you know, which we hear a lot about that. Or, well, if you act as if it's already true, then it'll be true. No, things change when you change your mindset and change them. Mostly they change when you make those moves toward the future, unshackled to the past. What are you willing to do to your own life so that you can go into the future the way that you want? Whatever you need to do to get clear on what you want then look at the reality that you're in the obstacles that you're facing and plan the options that you have to get past them you're not going to build these future dreams and these plans on the foundation of the past the lived past experiences and everything that has happened to you should have really little to do with what you want to do today and in your future. So ask yourself, what's the first thing I need to do? What's the very first thing I need to do? That's a great question. Take, take small parts of the dream vision. Take the spare bedroom that you're going to turn into a beautiful guest room slash writing room or hobby room. It's the first thing you need to do. You know what that you know what that is. I used to do interior design, still freelance. Uh, love it. First thing you need to do is get rid of all the crap, right? So start writing this stuff down. Get rid of the crap. Empty the drawers. Uh, get rid of the extra furniture paint all the things that you need to do first start from square one get everything out that needs to be out paint clean whatever what resources do you need who do you need to talk to do you have a brother-in-law a son-in-law a husband a friend a partner whatever that can talk with you through this and actually be partnered with you on this project? What are the resources you need? What three things can you do this month to help move that forward? Who can you get to support you through this? Who can help? Who can be part of this conversation? Who do you want to include? Now, you have the vision and you have the action plan and you can look ahead. 
When you look at your future from the place of the present or the past, thinking about the things that you still need to fix or the people you need to take care of or the people you need to fix, who's to blame, how you got here, this is a tragic waste of your precious time. You don't need to work from the past or the present when you're looking and becoming to becoming a future thinker. You get to choose the perfect rest of your life starting today from this point in time. You are the driver. And I think that this is a really important thing for midlife. We often stay so down. We keep ourselves so down because of what we have decided is our fate. And it's not our fate. It's just our past. It's just everything the way it has been up until now. But every day is a new day one. And that's why I don't like to say resolutions just happen on January 1. Every day is the chance to resolve something. And leave the past and whatever it did to you, whatever kind of burden it gave you, whatever kind of person it created you to be, so that you have set limits on yourself for what you're able to do because of what you believe, because of the story. Leave that all behind. Take a small vision of your dream future life. Just one piece and try these action steps. Yourself, what is the first thing I need to do to make this happen? What actually is the first thing I need to do? And then, what resources do I need to start? Is it something I can do by myself? Is it something I need some, you know, a professional to help me with? Do I need to talk to somebody? What are the resources? Do I need the certain tools? Do I need to take a class? What are the resources that you need? What three things can you do in the next 30 days to get closer to that vision? And who can you get to support you through it? So keep those in mind. Let's try it. Set one small vision for your future and let's see what we can do. I feel good about this. I always get kind of energized around this time of year and it's not because, oh, it's going to be the new year. It's because there's a lot of hope as we approach the holidays. I just feel always very, like I said, I think last week or when we were talking about Thanksgiving, it's just a time, this time of year that you just feel like anything is possible. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today because I want your midlife to be amazing and I don't want it to be just 
a continuation of anything that you have done up until this point. You have opportunity to do something new. So just take one small thing and give it a try. And I hope you let me know how it goes, friend. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, if you enjoyed the podcast today, hop on and give us a five-star review. Leave a comment, ask a question, anything you want. I'd love to hear from you.